0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly. And with me is Johnny Boughton and Jake Hahn. I love you guys joining us, but I just wanted to give a really big uh, pat on my back, or a pat my own back, 150 episodes today. Let's go, All baby. Right. I mean, since I started keeping better track, obviously, (laughs) because uh, it's probably, you know, give or take 150, it's probably a little bit more than that, but I've deleted quite a few off of the internet just because I didn't like them, and I thought they were terrible. So, um, but once again, Johnny is with us this week. He's another year older, and then to his right and my left is Jake Hahn making his podcast debut. How are you doing today, man? I'm
1: good, Juice. Thanks, man.
0: We're glad to have you.
1: Glad to be here in Wanamaker. Yep. Just one thing that scares me about Wanamaker is the beast of Wanamaker. What's the beast of Wanamaker? <laughs> well, the beast of Wanamaker is very deceptive, monstrosity. Yeah. But. uh I was with her for about five months. So. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's that's good. I like it. Uh, I I will keep my eye out for the beast. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, shoot they, it down real fast. <laughs> put put it put it down as quickly as possible. Um, that's like uh they they're posting about um coyotes out here in Wanamaker, like oh. that they're a they are a a vicious terror that is attacking you know people's small animals and things like that. Isn't there like like, isn't that like a sport game? Like, going and shooting a bunch of coyotes? Like, isn't that what people justify having like M16s and a- I guess not M16s, ARs. AR-15s <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. So.
2: I just, I don't know. I couldn't imagine shooting something that looks like my dog. <laughs> I just, you
1: know. The beast of Wanamaker will wanna make it remove that
2: problem. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so.
0: Is there any way we can turn up Johnny's a little bit? It just sounds like he's real quiet. That's just that's just my question, um, but anyways, no, we've got a huge show for you guys. A lot of NFL talk because you know one of the things that I know Jake from was he and I played uh, high school football together. Um, when I was getting ready to start the podcast, he was one of the first people I reached out to because I wanted to kind of get his take on you know college football and things like that. Um, but I think we're just going to go ahead and dive in because there's so much going on. I mean, just to and I think we're kind of behind the times because this podcast comes out kind of a week after a lot of shit goes down in the NFL world. Um, but we got to cover it. So the drama last week, the interference, let's just start with the interference call with the Saints. So if anybody listening has you know watched that game or watched the highlights and also heard the interviews afterwards, the guy that did the supposed penalty clearly said I was beat I was just trying to knock his ass out I was trying to make sure I was going to get the flag and then play another down live to live to die, like die another play kind of thing um so what do you what do you think about that like how do you feel about the interference call and we kind of talked off the mic about kind of the CFL that I want to get your takes on that so
1: well first off I think it's completely ridiculous so one of the first things about pass interference is like the defensive back is supposed to be looking for the ball. Right. First of all. <laughs> that ball was thrown so early. He was so far behind. He couldn't even he was just sprinting to get there to the spot he wanted to be at. And he runs into the dude, yeah. of course. And uh which I mean it's obvious. It was a bad no call.
0: Right. Um as for like, if he was to play the ball, his head would have to be on his shoulders backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it was like he even turned around. He was like, "I didn't get no damn flag for that." Like yeah, he was, he, like, he wow. was surprised. <laughs> but uh, now that d- absolutely changes the outcome of that game. And uh, when it like, what's ridiculous though is like, how come the NFL doesn't have a replay or I mean a a challenge option for those no calls? Right or penalties in general, because the CFL does have that, and it works great. (laughs) Matter of fact, their refs, I feel really bad for them because they get treated like the cops do, like here
0: in America. They make them wear, like, the hat,
1: (laughs) you know, body cam, like all the hat and everything, and, uh, but...
0: (laughs) I wonder if they're as scared as the cops in the United States. I I, I think (laughs) they
1: might because it's like, well, it's like, you know, they'll get the challenge for the country but like, okay, you know, Coach is challenging my know. My no call. It, okay,
3: it's, buddy. <laughs> it's like,
1: it's like they sorry. got head, they got headquarters calling. And it's like, uh yeah, Terry, you really screwed up on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you need to apologize to that coach right away. <laughs> and a referee goes over to the coach. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I messed that call up. Uh, here's a gift card to Applebee's in your nearest neighborhood. I uh, hope you can call the game a little bit better than this, the rest of the day. So you,
0: you've got a really good point, but can I interrupt? With I think that the. Uh, The Canadian racist jokes are the safest racist jokes
1: (laughs) (laughs) of all time. Definitely are. South
0: Park doesn't. They'll apologize (laughs) for it, anyways. They'll apologize (laughs) to me for
1: making fun of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead though. How dare you, buddy? No, but I mean, it's so like, so like, I I just I don't want to act like I'm a CFL Mm -hmm. you know expert because I just started watching it, but it, it is interesting to watch how they uh you know let their players kind of play a little bit more than the NFL lets their players mm-hmm. play. And uh <laughs> it's like I was telling you earlier that uh I literally watched a guy punch a ref down. Like, mm-hmm. I mean he just nailed him, knocked him knocked him down. You know, ref gets up, he's like, Okay, why is an like, you know, you you get you're disqualified you know if that if that ha- if that happened in the NFL dude would be in a
0: body bag yeah they
1: would sentence <laughs> him to death you know NFL network would like you know have this like <laughs> you know hey they put you on good morning you know football Imagine those Goose, Like you know, hey, we're gonna sentence you, sentence you to like an execution. Oh yeah,
0: you know? he's gonna get. Yeah, it. yeah I mean, no, it, I was about to say he's gonna get hung, but that's, yeah. that's <laughs> wrong. I'm sorry. That's that's a, that's awful. <laughs> but, but
1: yeah, I mean, th- those those it seems like the refs are like untouchable though, right. in the NFL, and you, you can't know, even do helicopter well. around. <laughs> <laughs> and, I,
0: and I was thinking, I was thinking, old ass refs, old ass eyes. Like my eyes are getting bad as i get older i'm only 31 going on 32 and my distance sight's getting pretty bad so i wear <laughs> contacts for that it i can't, I can't make some of those calls drive over here <laughs> <laughs> like i can't see shit <laughs> i know i can't make i can't make some of those judgment calls though but that's why yeah. they need they need a guy that's up in the booth or, or like yeah. or yeah Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> I love holding me accountable, <laughs> let commercial loving motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think that they need they need a guy or a gal up in the uh, up in the booth that's ready to call them out on those things.
1: Yeah, well, I love that they have the whole headquarters thing in New York, but it's like still, I think that the game is too controlled by officials. Well, and even
0: the, the the expert refs that they have on those broadcasts, like, those guys don't even, like, what they should have is somebody who's not scared to speak their mind because right. those refs kind of always agree with the ref on the field, and it's like, uh, I mean, and if they do disagree, they're kind of like, ah, I kind of saw it this way instead of, like, no, it was fucking clearly not that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and then they bleep out his F word. Like, it would still be really entertaining. Well,
1: uh, have you ever noticed, though, like, NFL commentators... the Gene Steratore. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like they'll be looking at a, a play that'll be like, what the hell was that? And they'll be like, you oh, know, these referees are calling a great game today, you know? <laughs> it's like you could tell, like, if they say one little bad thing, it's like, it's like, hey, you know, like Tony Romo and, Tony Romo and Jim Nance is like, hey, Tony, why don't you pipe it down? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you, you may well, not be
0: here tomorrow. Speaking, you know? of, speaking of Tony Romo, how do you feel about him calling all of the plays before they happened? I think that's I, – I love
1: Tony Romo. Right. and I just – I think it – I think it just shows how smart he is. Right. Too bad but, he couldn't uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but he's yeah. But I mean, I think I don't know. Tony Romo is one of those guys that I really thought deserved a Super Bowl, and I'm not a Cowboys fan by right. any means. But like that guy was super intelligent. I thought that. He had a good team but it's like they would constantly like why would you bring T.O. on? Right. I think like you bring stuff like that it's a cancer. Mm-hmm. And then I think Jason Garrett's overrated right. too. So How does he have a job?
0: I don't get Still. it either. But Like
2: what does he have on Jerry
0: Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No. It used to be my same justification on Curtis Painter, like whose dick is he sucking to stay on the team? <laughs> like really. Like it's got to be like, something G- going on. Like
2: Jimmersey could have literally walked onto West 56th Street and been like, "Hey, um, uh, you're our new quarterback. Get in here." And, <laughs> and they would have been better than Curtis Painter.
0: So, so the the interference like we obviously, you know, we think that there should be some sort of way to at least challenge that maybe say something uh get the play i don't know the thing is though do you think the saints have a would have had a better chance against the patriots because i know like we're all kind of like i'm a i'm a i'm a patriots hater i'm not gonna lie i completely 100 admit it i hate the patriots they've been in the last three super bowls i actually was looking that up on my phone at b-dubs because i was like talking with my wife like wh- where did we watch the super bowl last year we watched it with a couple of friends of ours and um, then I was like, but what about the year before? That was like, that was the Falcons and the Patriots, too. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's three years. I'm tired of watching this and seeing the same result. Or it's like, it's not even that fun if they lose now because they've yeah. already lost a couple. So it's like, just get some get some other people in there. Like, right. I don't know. It's just, it's really frustrating to keep seeing the Patriots in there.
1: Well, they're just such a, like, we were just talking, we were talking earlier about how disciplined they were. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just a disciplined team. And like. Like, you, you, you wonder if the Saints would have a better chance of winning. You know, you got a good point because that coach and Drew Brees has both been there, and they've won that game before. Mm. So, I mean, that that would be already an upper hand. But, you know, the Rams have everything going for them. They have, they have the young team. They have the depth. But it's that discipline part, and it's like, who wants it more? You know, because they got to really want it. Because I know that New England, when they want it, they take it Mm -hmm. because they focus.
0: And I think that's where... And things kind of just fall Tom Brady's way.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do. Roughing
0: the passer where the guy barely even touched him. Actually, I mean, I think his finger grazed his helmet. (laughs) He's being
2: like he's reaching over the guy and this he almost did like hey good throw tom like, you know? <laughs> yeah and they were like oh did you just touch tom brady you're fucking out
0: of the mind <laughs> yeah. what are you doing Yeah. Are you, what are you doing
1: i like how they're doing that investigation with the laser pointer who the hell pointed that laser pointer at a, It was yeah. a
0: big, like... I think it was, like, a big one, wasn't it? it I,
2: I, I don't the know. The light
0: looked like a big circle on him. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just seeing something. You know, it's different. probably
2: somebody from the Patriots camp. That was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theory. I, I love I it. I just
1: know <laughs> that we got to be careful talking about Tom Brady, because I heard if you talk bad about Tom Brady, you lose 12 years off your life. So, <laughs> So, so
2: <laughs> you, like, Tom Brady's like the Scientology of sports? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's going to go on to win another like five Super Bowls Hey we've had 150 episodes Roughly amount of Super Bowls that Tom Brady as well <laughs> But no the uh, the laser pointer thing That you brought up I didn't even know that that existed um, Yeah it was a pretty good like good size one It was like the size of his shoulder um, It's just weird like what was going on with that
1: I just know that they're going to find that guy and we're never going to hear from him again.
0: So. <laughs> he's he's going to get buried in a body bag as well. Just
1: like Eric Mangini. Where'd he go?
0: He's buried underneath the uh, Patriots uh, stadium. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that leads me to uh, a couple other things. Uh, how do you feel? Everybody like was watching the Colts and the chiefs. And when we got into our two minute drill, we were just marching down the field. And uh, I think, I don't think we actually got a score from it. I think, vinitary maybe missed a field goal um and every person you ever talk to is like well why don't they play like that on every drive so i have a question like that i coming from you having a football background and you played line how do you feel about the two minute drill type offense or the no huddle offense does that is that something that's sustainable
1: well okay so like when i played in college well, when we played in high school we of course played in huddle offense Mm -hmm. which I, In my opinion, I think it's far more effective to play that way. And I think you have situations where you go no huddle. And two-minute drill is basically your no huddle offense. And I don't know. The, the Colts are the type of team that they they're, the Frank Reich's offense is a very time management type of offense. They really consider their chunks of yardage and what quarter they take, you know, what plays they're going to run in certain situations. Now when the Colts, what you were talking about in the chiefs game, you know, it's, it's not always going to go your way when you're in a rush, because for one thing, the Colts offensive line is the absolutely the offensive line you want to run a no huddle offense, because, they're probably one of the faster offensive lines I've watched this season, which is something I never thought I would say. Right. But uh, with Quentin Nelson and uh, Ryan Kelly, uh, he was really stellar this year. Uh, Glowinski, the right guard, who really Do you think he's in. coming back. I hope he does. And the only yeah. reason I say that is because a lot of people are dogging that, like about not they don't people are weird about we, we don't want we don't want to see him pay him too much money but because there's another guard you can get. My thing is, that's us Nelson's buddy on the offensive line. And, you know, if you get a group of guys that love each other, that's the best type of team you can have. So I hope they keep him. I, I don't think he's the best option. I think they could definitely draft somebody or probably find somebody in free agency. But bring back your own guys. I mean, yeah. you got over 120 million in cap space. And
0: that was a great I mean that 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 line really gelled towards the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, they, were, they were they were they cr- yeah, were creating he, lanes for Marlon right. Mack. I mean they were they were a stud stud offensive line.
1: Yeah, you want to keep a solid core together because that's the most important thing. How many teams have you seen that are nothing but all stars, but they don't play well together.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you remember the uh, back in the old days, the the Peyton Manning offensive line. I mean, that was that line was together for a long time. Right. They had Howard. Was it Howard Mudd? Yeah, the yeah. the guy that was uh-huh. the offensive line coach yep. that was a stud. Yep, and turned that offensive line into one of the best of all time. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Saturday was the the blue eyed monster that was just Get awesome.
2: Glenn in the Ring of Honor, man. Who's that? Tarek Glenn is that. How you I say know. Tarek, my Tarek Glenn was a monster. Honor, man. Yeah,
1: my favorite. Like, my favorite offensive lineman on the Colts is Tarek Glenn. Uh, oh. Definitely underrated. Uh, but you know, and the funny thing is, if you look at the uh, statistics on that offensive line look where those guys were drafted and look how many years they played compared to guys that were drafted in the top 10, Jeff Saturday undrafted, you know, uh, Glenn was a first round pick. I think he may have been the only first round pick on that offensive line, but like Ryan Lilja, I think was a late round guy who was a great, you know, guard and Jake Scott was a great guard too. But, That, you know, it just shows that you need the right type of people in the right spots, which is why I like Chris Bollard because he literally, it looked like he orchestrated this to be the way it was supposed to be. And some of these guys were already here, like Costanzo and Ryan Kelly was here already. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he brings in Braden Smith, you know, in the second round. That guy doesn't even get talked about. He had a hell of a season, Right. right tackle. But he's bringing these guys in as a unit he brought in glowinski last year as a you know just a free agent you know guy on the street and he looked terrible last year but then, when you get guys in a group and you start getting them coached by the same guy, and they start working together, you all of a sudden see this kind of weird thing happen where they all start playing alike.
0: Well, and it's it's wild because the the NFL is so like, what are you doing for me right now? If you're not doing it for me right now, yeah. then we're gonna we're gonna find the next guy up, that kind of thing. But uh, but then also, there's something to be said for playing with the same people, right? Like, well, I that's mean, what I love about us signing
2: Vinatieri even after the two missed kicks.
0: Yeah, like,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that just shows. I mean that guy's been playing hard for us for how many years now since I mean he's so like had, what he's the had bears just are doing as,
0: just as long of a career with the Colts as he had with the Patriots right. now like what the bears are if doing parky yeah, yeah like, well,
2: that dude could, like, go kill himself or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's got to be <laughs> so depressing. Like, you miss an important kick like that, and they're just like, no, nope, fuck you. You're out of here. Well, you know, it's we're ru- going to ruin your career. <laughs> you're never going to. Ne- Mike Vanderjatt 2.0, in a yep. sense, you know? Like, yeah. we're just going to ruin your career.
1: And, and the difference between a guy like Cody Parkey, Mike Vanderjatt, to Adam Vinatieri is adam minatari's a leader at what yeah. yeah. he does and those guys love which him. is funny because yeah. I, I think
0: i i listen to Pat a lot on his podcast and i think that he said that Vinatieri wasn't really a talker when he played like he was kind of just the yeah. show up do his job kind of guy and from what i've heard this past year he kind of like started becoming more one of those veterans that kind of like tried getting people pumped up for the games he was i mean you saw the uh the post game stuff where he's like dancing with his kid and like mm. having a good time So he's like part of that locker room, and I just couldn't imagine having that like that kind of older player on my team, just being like that that veteran. I think it was awesome. And uh, uh, one thing that I also want to bring up is a highly inappropriate podcast. They did their like top five favorite Colts players of all time. Do you Mm -hmm. have a top five of your favorite Colts players of all time?
2: Oh man, off the top of my head, I could come up with one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: I say instead of five, just do three. Just do three. Yeah.
2: Are you putting me on a spot right now yeah. to do it? Yeah, um, Damn. Uh, I'm going to go Reggie Wayne.
0: <laughs> Chris Duncan, while you're thinking yeah, of this, Yeah, please. Chris Duncan uh, um, <laughs> said false start Glenn for Tarek Glenn because <laughs> apparently he was known as that. He had the hardest job in the NFL, Peyton's blindside. Mm-hmm. The goat's been there, been here longer. Going into the Hall of Fame as a Colt, I think. I think Vinatieri does go into the Hall of Fame as a Colt. Yeah, oh for yeah. sure. He has yeah. To, you know
1: they don't do that anymore, though. They uh, they they don't even consider it like your last team. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. matter anymore. Yeah, you just
0: go in. Did, when just, did that change? Uh,
1: just like uh, had to been years recently, ago. yeah. Because yeah.
0: because uh, Saturday came over and took a snap as like a Colt or something like that, didn't he? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it, I th- I think it's like it's like when you go in, they just they just they consider both teams right. as part but you're just in the hall of but fame we st- but we but still does this thing where he's like I want to sign you for one day hey brother then,
0: yeah. 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 come over here what game yeah. man <laughs> yeah. you want some of these pills no yeah. but
2: i'm going to ha- like i played on the defensive side of the ball right. so i love the defensive side i'm going to go i'm going to go with uh Antoine Bethea, Robert Mathis and and Dwight Freeney just because with Marlon Mack, or not Marlon Mack, Marlon Jackson as an honorable mention because he gave me the best birthday present of all time in 2006 when he intercepted that ball from Tom Brady. Oh, I know. And sent so us true. to the Super Bowl. Watching that on my birthday yeah. was like, I was trying to find hookers. He'd be like, hey, do you know Marlon Jackson? Can you go <laughs> blow him? <plenty> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
2: but I mean, I mean, there's so many honorable mentions, though, like. I don't care what anybody says. I loved Hank Basket when he played for us.
0: Yeah, you liked Tank Basket.
2: Brandon Stokely.
0: Stokely Austin was good. Austin Collie. Yeah. Adam
2: Moorhead. Yeah. Um, you know Dominic Rhodes, Edwin James. There's just so many people you can pick. Gary yeah. Brackett was a staple. Right. Cato June when he played here. You know.
0: Yeah, I would say. I mean, it's it's kind of an easy thing. I mean, for me, Marvin Harrison was one because I remember loving watching him play. As long as he didn't have a baseball bat in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> dude's really gone off the deep end lately uh he is a he is a property owner so you know more, more power to him he owns car he's, washes he's, <laughs> he's gonna get that money yeah, we love you though, that money uh and then i loved i loved reggie wayne too i loved both those guys i i mean i grew up playing wide receiver um the last couple of years of high school and then before that i played uh defensive end and you know, I, I will never forget Dwight Freeney, the spin move man. God. That was like I, the I, spin I tried God. that so much, mm-hmm. and was there was no way I would ever get close to being as good yeah. at it as he was. It was, uh, it was, it was insane to watch because, I, like I said, I went to, I went to like some football camps in high school. I went to Michigan State, where you, you find out, because <clears throat> when we we both went to a small school. Mm-hmm. I think your school is a little bit bigger, but still, it was relatively small. When you go to a camp you had to bring your tractor to school day dog oh yeah, so did we <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you you when you go to those places you see the type of athlete and then you're like, okay, I see yeah. where I, I see where I stack up in here. I mean I still was that guy that was super cocky and was like, dude, I don't care how big they are. I'm still better than them <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, it's one of those things that I, I I am try I talked with James, one of our be- our best friends. Um, he also has a Twitch stream where he's a very positive guy. He does; uh, it's called Live Lift Game. He's uh, got a great community. But um, I, he and I were talking recently, and I've realized that I've kind of, uh, I've kind of lost that feeling that I used to have, which is when I walk into a room, I'm like the baddest motherfucker there, yeah, regardless. Man. Like, mm-hmm. and um, I used to think that honestly about myself me too and then it's it kind of like felt like uh, when I got into college and like a little bit towards the end of high school like it felt like I needed to like drink and smoke cigarettes and like those were things that were like I felt like making me more that way but then you know as I was looking around in the recent couple of years like I feel like those kind of became like crutches of that I like I leaned on those things like for example smoking cigarettes one of the it's one of the most bad things for you health wise but when you go to a bar or you social. go to like if you go out you make friends smoking cigarettes outside yeah, it's a because social thing. you because you're the society has pushed smokers outside of bars outside of places of like in the public so like you go out there and it becomes a camaraderie thing so yeah. then like you make friends and then you have some of your best conversations with those people then you hang out with them inside the bar and then you get drunk and have a good time it's 22 degrees out here let's all huddle together and shoot the shit And, and
2: suffer for five minutes and
0: so but i realized like i was just like i was just kind of like a lot of the times when i like i drink like an energy drink and then i go to the gym like my mind's racing i'm thinking and so like i just texted james out of the blue and i was like you know what like i was just like thinking about the past i was like you know what i'm gonna like i'm gonna take that back i'm gonna start being like that Because I was watching a, and this is so weird that this is what prompted it, but I was watching a quick video that Adam Carolla did where he was talking to a guy about his own home. Like, they were in there, like, looking at his house, and it was kind of like an HGTV type thing where they were, like, kind of showing his house off and, like, how he designs and things like that. And just the way Adam was standing next to the guy, talking to the guy you could tell like Adam is the, like the alpha in that room. Like he's, he's not scared. He's not shy. He's talking, he's making jokes, having a good time on camera. Like the camera's not even there. And the guy next to him, you can tell cause Adam said something kind of fucked up like on his, like on this guy's internet show. And the guy was like, uh, all right. And like, he like moved on to like the next segment. And I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy that's, like, not phased by anything. Another thing that I saw right after that, um, Cam Evans, somebody that I agree with a lot on political things, but I also disagree with a lot of his, like, political views and things like that. He posted a uh, video of Reagan where Reagan's giving a speech and a balloon pops. And it's literally, like, a month or two after Reagan was shot. Oh, in an shit. attempted assassination attempt and uh the balloon pops and Reagan without missing a beat says, You missed me, and then he starts going on and like telling his speech <laughs> again. And it's that's like big dick energy like, the that, week. That, right that's there. what I'm saying. And <laughs> I want to get back to that. I used to be that person. So if anybody listening is in that same boat, just just try to get back into that frame of mind because like I said, like we walked into a bar in Muncie and I haven't been to a fucking young college bar in I don't know how long. And I was nervous. Like I was like, This is weird. Like I don't feel comfortable here. And it it doesn't that's a normal feeling, but I also wanna eliminate that feeling now. From now on, I don't want that's not gonna happen anymore. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna be me and not give a fuck about whatever else is going on. I'm gonna be me and I'm gonna have a good time like I used to. And I think that everybody and I'm not going to put myself in those situations much because I am older. I don't need to go to those places, but I'm not going to let the anxiety and fear creep in anymore. And it used to, like, I used to feel like before I even got on a podcast, I used to feel like I have to have three beers before I do this podcast because I'm just nervous to talk on a microphone.
2: Well, I think it's it's normal for humans to have that anxiety. But, you know, like you walk into somewhere and you're like, oh shit, you know, like all, all these people, what are, what are they thinking? What are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. When was the last time you went out to dinner, you went out to the bar, you went out and you did whatever and you went home and you seriously went started thinking like you're laying there in bed and you're like, oh, that one guy over there, we locked eyes for a minute. What the fuck was he thinking? (laughs) When was the last time you did that? Yeah. Never in your life. (laughs) Nobody ever does that. So like that's just kind of carry yourself in that manner where it's just kind of like you can look around and you know you're going to have that anxiety, but it's like nothing in this room affects my life outside of when I walk out that door, everything else
0: and uh, i know i know yeah. it sounds super cheesy and it probably exists on the internet but i i literally texted james i was like i'm taking my alpha back <laughs> no <laughs> like, dude i mean you know, I know that sounds dumb <laughs> i talking know to, it sounds you know, dumb talking, but i don't give a fuck yeah. like that's what i'm
2: doing talking to your 15 year old self like i said i i would tell myself to believe in myself and that's kind of right. exactly what i'm telling that's myself that's a good that's a know? good
0: question i know it's kind of like off the uh off the su- not off the subject it's uh it's kind of like point blank and uh What is the word? Putting you on the spot. If you could go back and tell your 15 year old self something, what would you tell your 15 year old self? Besides invest in like Google. (laughs) (laughs)
1: If I could, if I could go back and and tell myself something, it would be, it would probably be to tell myself to like invest in people who actually believe in you and don't invest in those that don't because the
0: the The scary thing about that though is is like. Did you know that people weren't going to invest in you? No,
1: but I just know that I know in life I've always lived by this. And my dad's kind of always said it to me, too. Like, tell him no, you know, because he feeds off that shit. Mm. He loves it. You know, tell him he can't do something because I do. When somebody says you can't do that, I'm like, oh, really? Okay, thanks. Makes
0: you want to do that.
1: Yeah. And. I've always had that in me and I still do but if there's something I could really do I just know that I I stayed close to my my best friends and I've I've always stayed close to my best friends the ones that actually believed in me but I've also had people that didn't believe in me and I stayed with them for whatever reason it was that it that kept me to those people I wish I wouldn't have stayed around them because they were negative energy. And that, we've all
0: been there. Yeah. For that.
1: Well, I love, I love, see, like, one it's like you're about, you know, hey, I see, I see us in the future being, you know, big together. Yeah. I love that because that's how you should think every day. Mm. You should think that I'm going to be that, whatever I want to be. And I see myself, I don't give a shit what anybody says, mm. but. You know, telling my 15-year-old self that I probably wouldn't have listened to me for oh, one yeah, that's, that's a very, you know? that's very valid point. Yeah, that's, that's the, the problem. I, I like, who's this guy? Yeah, because I thought I was the shit, you know what I mean, back in the day. And I didn't listen to nobody. So, but, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I, I like that. What was yours again? You said it. or just? I said just
2: that up. I would just tell myself <laughs> to believe in myself because that yep. was part of my problem where, like, you know, like I was just saying, like, you go in. Somewhere to a social situation like I've always been a gregarious creature. I never, I never gave a fuck, but I gave the most fucks about everybody. That's what, what I. That's thinking. what I
0: always tell people is that was like you know? my secret fucking uh, Achilles heel when I was in high school. Yeah. Is like. I was super confident but at the same time in the back of my mind the whole time it was like you're not fucking shit you're not fucking yeah, shit. you're like, not fucking shit and I was yeah. like I'm the shit. Yeah, and and
2: <laughs> as I've gotten older I've learned that you know as soon as I walk out of that door and I head on my way everyone in that room already forgot about me. Right. So who gives a fuck I don't what they know. think? They don't forget. Well I mean they they're, they're going to remember don't me. Forget. But you you, you know <laughs> what I'm saying though like but what I'm conjuring up in my mind is like oh are they thinking about me doing this? Right. They're not. They don't give a fuck, right? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of got off on a tangent that I didn't even put down for uh, the notes with that, but I just, I think that if you're listening and you you want to be a better you, just do it. I mean, it's it's not. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Just do it yourself. Uh, it's. We have so much more control over our environment than I think we actually like feel that we do.
3: Yeah.
0: Which is which is weird. And I mean, we talked about it off the mic a little bit too, like energy and things like that. We've talked about it on this podcast a lot more, um, or a lot more recently about positive energy and keeping that momentum going forward. You know, um, having you guys on, having Kyle join us as a, like as a producer, like this makes me fucking fired up to do this podcast. I love seeing it. it in you, man. I and, love seeing it. And taking notes and like planning out a show and like thinking about the next thing, like it just makes it more, more exciting. And it's also awesome to see other other people winning. Like, I mean, the SmugCast cast is doing fucking awesome. Uh, Married with children podcast is uh, they're, they're, they're down South, but they're having a lot of really good guests on, and they're right. having a lot of, a lot of stuff going well. And they have, they have sponsors. They've got stuff that they're in the works doing that it's just exciting. And it's the same with us. We're we're working on a a food challenges type situation. If you guys out there listening or uh, watching on Facebook know of any like any kind of food challenges, I I like spicy stuff, so I want to see if I can take on a a spicy Mm -hmm. challenge because I think I could handle it. Uh, Maybe I can't. I don't know. Yeah, like
2: anybody watching right now, if you know, like as I'm looking up the food challenges in Indiana. The number one that I was looking for was some kind of wings challenge that we could do. And there was nothing. <laughs> so right. I'm like there's got to be like Beto lo- used
0: to have like the blazing challenge, yeah. but blazing's not even that's not shit. Yeah. No.
2: So I, like I mean I'm trying to
0: suffer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I I don't want
2: to, but I I'm I, I'm embracing that. I'm going to suffer for, you know, growth here. Yeah.
0: Do you do you remember <laughs> do you remember what I put on the uh what I would tell myself for if I when I was 15? I it's do. Basi- and it was incredible. It's basically <laughs> don't uh load a firearm just because you want to look cool on MySpace. So that was what that was what mine was. Because uh <clears throat> I mean I've told the getting shot story on the podcast before. We won't bore everybody with that again. But I accidentally loaded a handgun and shot my uh, got shot by one of my best friends. And it's just one of those things that like that completely changed the entire course of my life. Like it completely did. Like yeah. I just I completely just changed what I was doing uh i i went into like a weird place uh you know alcohol wise and things like that I, m- I mean i still drink and i still have a good time but it's just it was it just got me in a weird place um but just to let's let's move away from all of that <clears throat> and get back to what i was wanting to talk about mainly just for the beginning was the uh nfl and uh Jake is into the draft and we're as juice in the morning slash Pauly sleepers. We're going to do an episode solely on the draft. We're going to have the draft on the, either this TV or the one out there. And we're going to be doing a podcast as the picks come in. So as, and, and we might even do a contest to get into the listener league next year. If you can get the first, you know, five picks in a row, right? You get entered in for a chance to chance to be in the listener league. So, <clears throat>
3: um,
0: talking about that, you brought up a guy named Wes Hills. Yeah. So I wanna know I wanna know actually first before you talk about Wes Hills, talk about the draft a little bit and why you why you like it so much.
1: Okay, so like when we were talking earlier, so like I think I really got my interest in I mean, when I started playing football, I didn't start playing football till eighth grade and I got kind of a late start, but as soon as I became part of it, it consumed me. And i mean i remember we were talking i was saying that i you know i bought madden 2005 i remember ray lewis was on the front of it and i love to play franchise mode on it and it lets you build your own team basically but i just love the aspect of player depth and i still do it's my probably my favorite thing about football and just the fact of players coming through college and developing into pros and one of the you know, best feelings I have is when I look at a guy that nobody else is looking at, and I'm like, you know, this guy looks good. You know, he's going to be a good football player. I love that aspect. I would love to scout one day. I, I, I already do it at home, but I'd love to actually do it one Dude, day.
0: <clears throat> and we and we talked a little bit about John Marchbanks working for Pro, uh, Pro Football Focus, and uh, he said that's where a lot of guys get their start is they're they're reviewing games, they're reviewing film, there and he does that where he you know grades grades out i don't think he grades out players he's just actually doing the data entry but people work their way up um and they make good money doing that and then they transition from that into uh interviewing for scout jobs Mm -hmm. and you just you just gotta it's it's back to that one thing that's really frustrating which is it's who you know not necessarily what you know it's who you know um but that's one of those things where if you've got a good personality, you can, you can work your way in there and I could actually see you like you could do that. So you need to look at it and just, and take it just a minute and think about it because it's definitely something that you could do part-time. Yeah. You got the mind for it, man. We believe in you. Yeah.
1: I I would love to do it. And I appreciate you guys saying that because it's honestly, it's my passion. I love football and I don't care if anybody, I I'm a football nerd. I, I, consume everything football uh and like i was telling you the draft is like a holiday for me i yep. take work off and everything but it's like you know i really love investing time into looking at players do you
0: care about the combine at all i'm sorry oh, i'm throwing I that off though. i
1: watch the combine completely. interesting question yeah i i do care about the combine uh now i will say this do i think the combine uh really does anything like do i think that that shows anything i don't think so so
0: and, and i've always said this i don't think the combine ever shows what kind of player you are i mean it does give you the measurables but for the most part i mean there's guys that run a slow 40 but yeah. they're one of the fastest guys in pads that right. you've ever seen.
2: Yeah.
1: I think the combine is really only for the point of they're seeing who's hurt. Right. Like
2: that's actually really that's wow. good. Yeah, Didn't so even think about I, that. Did never did that ever. Right. My
1: mind. Well, it was like Darius Leonard, he was hurt mm-hmm. during the combine and I don't I don't even remember if he even attended the combine, but uh and that was one of the big reasons why they said he wasn't even going to get I mean nobody really knew about Darius Leonard from a fan base right. point, but Of course, teams were looking at the guy because of his speed Mm -hmm. and the way he moved.
0: The way he was always around the football.
1: But he had an injury, though, a hamstring issue, I I think, if I remember correctly. And, you know, and and that's that's kind of the funny thing, too, is that some of these teams, I don't understand what they're looking at sometimes when they're – They care more about a player's injuries. A football player is going to have injuries.
0: Right. Nobody's healthy at this moment in the season.
1: (laughs) Of course, you got your big ones like, you know, the ACLs and stuff like that.
0: Is it Jalen Smith from Notre Dame? Yeah. That fucking blew his ACL out like right before. I think there's
1: some dirty business with that one, though. Really? I think because the Cowboys doctor was the one that was looking at him and was the one that kind of gave back to everybody else that. They uh, wanted him, so yeah, they so did they, that. that okay. was a little oh. sketchy. That's a good move. So, oh. and, they, and they drafted him in the second round, so they didn't have to have that <laughs> option on him. So that fifth year option.
0: See, but, the, you do know your damn. shit, man.
1: Oh, just a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. But uh, I, uh, I love uh, just because the players are what makes the game. They're, they're what they are. What matters to the game, right? And. Uh, and I just I love evaluating players and I love seeing who's gonna be great and and I love watching the players that are when, so like the coolest part of the draft last year was Baker Mayfield getting picked number one because who had that? Who called Baker Mayfield getting called uh, Baker Mayfield? I didn't think I definitely one. didn't
0: think he was number one overall. I still don't it, buy in.
1: Yeah, but it, you but, don't buy in still? No. But it changed uh, he might be a great it changed the whole draft. You know, him getting picked number one. We may have never gotten Quentin Nelson at our pick. Right then, how good's our offensive line this year? Yep. It's just crazy how that draft, you know, changed a lot of things. You know, and I don't know. That's why I love it so much. I though. think I
0: think the Browns man might be a contender.
1: Oh yeah, shortly. I agree. Yeah,
0: very shortly.
1: Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good players on that team, but yeah.
0: Um. So then, to just kind of like side sideways, go from that head coaching choices. Uh, we talked a little bit about um.
2: Kingsbury.
0: Yep, Kingsbury. Why? Kings. It's Kingsbury, right? Yeah. I said Klingsbury. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so there's that guy. Then there's Adam Gase. Yeah. <laughs> that. That. Uh, I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna read this really quick <laughs> because Jake, Jake and I were talking about uh, about this, and I didn't actually read it on the podcast um, because I didn't get it until after the podcast because I said something about um, he sent me something. Adam Gase, Crazy Eyes, press conference, New York Jets head coach. It's the Adam Gase chases taco. If you get a chance to look it up on YouTube, (laughs) look it up. So I said, Adam Gase definitely looks like a fucking crazy person. And he replied... Ha ha! I think Gase killed himself when he realized he actually took the Jets' <laughs> job, so they had to replace him with an android. And what I wanted to piggyback off of the j- replacing him with an android, his uh, his software wasn't completely up to date. And that's why <laughs> he was looking around like a psycho. Um, but no, so so everybody's trying to get their McVeigh right. Yeah, I mean that's what they're trying to get.
2: I'm uh, most surprised with tam- with not Tampa Bay, but Bruce Arians choosing Tampa Bay.
0: Oh, I can see- you imagine though? The, the weapons he has in Tampa Bay now. I and, yeah, and I mean
2: I love it. It's scary. I just I don't know. I don't believe Bruce, in Winston.
0: Dude, Bruce Arians is I, gonna make Winston a Winston's fucking freak. Yeah, next I mean year. he's
2: gonna make them great, but I just kinda I don't know. There's something about I just feel like Arians like Oh, he's gonna leave he's some players wh- out to dry too. They're gonna he's, get fucking oh, yeah. destroyed yeah. because well, he's gonna hear like, it out. Arians is the type of guy where he just like, uh I'll take that team. And they're like, Okay, we'll, we'll fire this guy and you you're in. But, well
1: I think I, I think it was a great decision by Tampa Bay because Dirk Cotter was hired because of Winston. They were like, We need you to help him, you know, be successful. You know, he trusts you. And then he benches him for Fitzgerald after his suspension. Now you can get into the yeah. debate if Winston was supposed to play or not because of the whole Uber driver thing. But Jameis Winston has so much potential. He has the mobility in the pocket, the pocket presence and the arm strength. He can do it. He just God. needs the right guidance. <laughs> he needs to stay out of trouble. I yeah. mean, he really does. I mean, that's you just gotta mature. <clears throat> so stay. that's
0: that's the other question. Okay. So that's the that's the thing that I have a question about. <clears throat> if you were an NFL player, wouldn't you just like build like a uh awesome place to kick it at home all the time? That way you don't ever have a chance of getting in trouble. Or do you think you'd get bored with that no matter what? Do you ever watch the show Ballers? Yep. No, actually, I lied. I, I've
1: watched it. I want I yeah. actually want to watch it, but I've only watched like
2: some of the first season. Yeah, well, they have this house. I forget what the name of it, but it's kind of like where this NFL players hang out outside of. <laughs> they literally buy a mansion where it's just like they just hang out yeah. with like their friends and shit, and like kind of like wouldn't you do that? Like if you got the Safer. money, it's like. And then what? What
0: did what did Winston do with the Uber driver? Did he punch yeah, somebody? What did he do?
2: No, he in a.
1: So allegedly stealing crab legs. Allegedly allegedly, stealing sodas. Hey, if you guys if you
0: guys listen to this and follow with the NFL, you know the crab legs story.
1: (laughs) No, he he allegedly I I don't know because I didn't see any tape of it or anything, but the Uber driver was a, a woman. And she said that he made some advances, oh. like he touched her inappropriately.
2: Now oh,
0: it's so it's I, so easy for people to say that. I yeah. Now,
2: if if I was a woman, I would do that to every. Like sitting here right now, I'd be like, "Did you guys see that on camera? He just touched me." <laughs> well, and I would get rich off of it.
1: You know, and and he and he like came out, and I think he kind of like denied it, but then he was also like, you know, I shouldn't put myself in that situation. So he made he was drunk and he didn't remember what
0: he right. did, <laughs> and. Who hasn't been there? Right. <laughs> but, Just kidding. That's Just why...
3: Kidding. Wait. No. <laughs> yeah. well.
1: Well, it's like, that's why, you know, you don't be famous and then right. go get drunk out in public. But man, I know it's hard to do.
0: I would be very worried Especially about that.
2: Especially if you're Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's an old one. <laughs> that guy, but and that, guy, that guy stayed the golden child in Steeler Nation. Like, why will, is that?
1: Well, isn't that interesting? If if Ben Roethlisberger did that now, how would it be treated? Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe treated completely differently.
2: Chris Duncan brings up a good point, though. You know, you got to have an O-line to run Bruce Arian's offense. That's true. It's true, because exactly. that guy, they
0: have to have but time for the play
2: to develop what i'm most excited about is deshaun jackson is one of my favorite receivers <laughs> I love him. having him with bruce arians man I love him. and well, i love and
0: mike evans is mike evans mike gonna evans. stay there though
1: mike evans is excited he just said that he says he can't wait to work under bruce arians now deshaun jackson might be a no-go though I've heard well that. i know he wanted yeah. to
2: leave beforehand but they're saying bruce is heavily recruiting him trying to, try to, to him be to keep like keep hey bitch yeah, did you, I, see did <laughs> did you see what I did with Antoine Randall. You see what I did with T. Y. Hilton and No Scrubs. <laughs> like, well, I think when
1: you look at a guy like Winston, you, you got to look at a guy like Andrew Luck, and it, I, they're not the same player, but they have the same sort of you know abilities, skill and, set, and look what Andrew Luck had his rookie year with Bruce Arians and how he That's blossomed. It. You know, and oh
0: dude, it was a fun, it was a fun year.
1: You're gonna start looking at a Tampa Bay offense that throws down the field a lot. Oh, yeah. And they were doing that already because they didn't have a running back. But, I mean, that this is a, a running back league where running backs are a dime a dozen. So, you know, once that happens, I think that offense is going to – you're right, offensive <laughs> line needs to, you know, be better. So
0: Last thing, Pro Bowl thoughts. Do you even care about the Pro Bowl?
1: The only way I would watch the P.E. – professional football game uh, would be if, like, Christopher Walken was doing the uh, (laughs) commentary on it. Wow.
2: (laughs) He threw the ball so far. It's madness. Zanity. How Wouldn't did he do awesome? it?
1: What a sack of lunch on that play. <laughs> wow.
2: This man is a genius. <laughs> this is insane. The situation
1: How? Andrew Luck was in this past year.
0: That, I can't believe it. That would be, dude, celebrity uh, commentators. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Could you imagine Christopher walking to Mike Tyson? I think he did with that
2: ball over there. <laughs> did he you, just, hear, did you hear gone. his interview on Rogan? It was incredible. <laughs> I thought it was incredible. I'm a huge Mike Tyson. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, as a boxing I'm gonna fan. Gonna I'm going to lean Tyson the other man. way just
0: because. I love me, seeing that
2: man bear a soul like to me it, did with, okay, nope. so, no. Okay, so
0: to me it felt. It pin. To me it felt like Mike Tyson was. I feel like Ty- Mike Tyson listened to like ten Joe Rogan podcasts and said everything that Joe Rogan wanted him to say. I don't know if that's. I just. I, know I, I get skeptical. What you're saying. I get skeptical whenever. Mike Tyson was like, yeah, man, I've been doing drugs since I was nine years old or something like that. But I mean, but then at you the watch same time, if it was re- if it was legit, then, man, that's did fucking you watch crazy.
2: Tyson's documentary? Because he did the same thing in a documentary. Really? He was like, listen,
0: so the story, if, if the story you, holds up.
2: If you're going to ask me the questions, you know, if my answer is frightening, you cease asking scary questions because I'm mm-hmm. going to answer them raw, uncut, brutally. I don't care. He's like, I'm fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I said I was gonna eat that dude's children. What are you gonna do about it? And you're like, well, nothing, Mike. I'm like, well, I ain't fucking with you, Mike Tyson. He's like, exactly. I said that. Who cares? Yeah. Ten years ago, and I did eight pounds of cocaine <laughs> before I said that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what's
0: even more messed up is like Rogan asked him like, well, when did you stop? Like, would you stop doing stuff during like your fight camp? He'd be like, yeah, only during the fight camp. Yeah,
2: he said he'd still smoke weed, like do some hallucinogens, and then the DMT trip thing kind of fucked with me though, because I was like, "Did you really do that?" Once again, or that's where it
0: felt like it's, yeah, it's, like that, I, it's that meme with Joe Rogan where it's <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's cool. Hey, have you ever tried DMT?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I definitely
2: understand what you're saying, but it, I, it I just, enjoyed that as a boxing fan.
0: Like I said, I just I I have a I have a bullshit meter, or like you know, because yeah. I've listened to a yeah, lot yeah. of. Rogan podcast and I feel like you can when you get that real deep it's actually the person you can tell right away whereas like uh, I think was it not Travis Barker the guy Tom DeLonge from Blink 182 was on talking about aliens (laughs) bullshit meter was off the the fucking charts it was like Spidey sense is like not this isn't computing but
2: you got to kind of think about like how fucked up Mike Tyson is as a person too like everything he's gone through everything he's done like I think that Mike Tyson, I don't think that
0: most people are used to Mike Tyson just, like, being a normal human being. And and one of the things that he talked about in that interview that really stuck with me was when Rogan asked him about ordering pay-per-views and people being pissed because they'd be over in, like, 30 seconds. Like, because he would just knock somebody out in the first round in, like, (laughs) a minute or something like that. That actually happened. Like, I was a kid when that was happening, and my stepdad and his friends were fucking pissed because they ordered the (laughs) pay-per-view, and they were all getting hammered all the time waiting for the fight to start, and then it's over, and they just, like, are like,
3: what the fuck is going on? And
2: I
0: was just like... That's why I love my stepdad for, like, what...
2: He was a huge boxing fan, but he never ordered the pay-per-view for Tyson because he knew. But we had HBO, yeah. so we know, like, ah, a month from now, that Mike
0: Tyson is going to show up, right. and we can watch it for free. <clears throat> and then, so just to kind of uh, pivot off of that, we have a lot of stuff that uh, Johnny's kind of taken on as a, as a uh, social media guru for the Facebook page. And one of the things that we've been doing a lot are these polls. We've been doing, you know, this guy versus this guy. The biggest one that I want to talk about really, well, we had a couple. So... Go ahead and pull it up if you can. I know it's hard because everything's in a weird place on the uh, on the Facebook page. Interesting
2: name for a chat group. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> PUBG Chicken. <butter. laughs>
0: so okay, so uh, about what, a year. Okay, Johnny just brought it up. I'm gonna say it while he's <laughs> while he's searching for the polls. <clears throat> about a year ago, me and my friends downloaded the PUBG game. It's just an online shooting uh, battle royale game, and uh, we started a group chat because we always wanted to know when everybody else was online because I'm a big playing video games. I love playing video games, but I, I 1000% prefer it being me and my friends playing as opposed to just me playing by myself. Like yeah. I like almost my Xbox almost never gets used unless I'm playing online with other people. And uh they started uh if you win PUBG, it's it flashes across the screen winner winner chicken dinner. And so PUBG Somebody somebody started a group chat called the PUBG chicken fuckers because <laughs> It was called something else at first, and then it, it just it went downhill from there.
2: But <coughs> for the pull, though, so I did John Wick versus Frank Castle, and I even wrote out a scenario for the first time. Yeah, read the scenario. And uh, the, for the first time, I wrote out a scenario because this is, like, this was the very first one I was ever going to post, and then the light bulb went off, and I was like, oh, this is the end game. Like, this is, like, the battle of all battles. So I wrote out the scenario. You got John Wick versus Frank Castle. Scenario, Frank Castle finds a list of assassins responsible for his family's death. Now, And and I guess for those who are not familiar, Frank Castle is a Punisher in the comics. Um, You should know that
0: if you're listening to this.
2: Yeah, I hope so. But Frank Castle finds a list of assassins responsible for his family's death, to which Wick's name is on that list because it was made before John Wick retired. So Frank Castle, the Punisher, tracks down John Wick with the intent to kill him. He finds John Wick, and John Wick thinks he's sent by, you know, the people for the global contract on his head. You got both men armed with a full arsenal of weapons. Who walks away alive and why? <clears throat> so. so for some reason, 64% of you chose John Wick. Well, that's,
0: <laughs> this is what I wanted to bring up about the poll. <clears throat> 64% chose John Wick. 36% chose Frank Castle. I thought this was going to be like a 4951. If you look at all of the comments, almost all of them are in favor of Frank Castle. So the people that are, uh, I guess, voicing their opinion are all in on Frank Castle. But clearly there's a lot of people not voicing their opinion that are in on John Wick. Do you think that's because of the notoriety of John Wick as opposed to... The Punisher, because the Punisher is I mean, big, but John Wick, I think, is bigger.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I do because I think like John Wick is one of my favorite characters of all time. Of I mean, me too. even yeah. Keanu, like I put that above Neo. Yeah, I do too. Please dude, don't shoot. Close. Please don't close, sh- close please, for me. Please don't shoot me for that guy. Close <laughs> for me on that. I <laughs> mean, John Wick is just fucking. Well, as long as you're looking at the first one, the first John Wick is awesome. The second one's kind of cool, but second
0: one's good. But the second one's clearly the it's the the bridge to the third one yeah absolutely
2: but i mean if you're looking at the skill sets though like frank castle
0: the, 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 uh, yeah. sorry, you the i'm sorry the issue that i have is we don't know we don't know how wick got to where he was was he a special forces guy was he a you do from the shower
2: scene if you know like how the Russian mafia works with their tattoos and stuff, that those like the Russians in the mafia, their tattoos tell their story. So, so he, that but shower he learned scene, all of
0: his, his moves and his tacticalness from being in the mob. Well, we watched that YouTube video. He actually learned that before filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I you know I'm not sure. It's a great question. Right. But and that's I think that's what I think that's what that that amb- ambiguity is what we're worried
2: about. Yeah, but I I just... I don't know. Me, personally, I'm going Frank, man. I just...
1: I think you missed out on the scenario where both Frank Castle and John Wick forgot to pay their accountant. (laughs) And (laughs) then you got Ben Ben Affleck on both of your asses. (laughs) So, uh, I think that's... that's The accountant? That's a a very... Is that that a good one? I haven't watched it. It's pretty good. And what's funny is, I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but... Frank, the guy who plays Frank Castle, John Berthall. Yeah, he's he plays a big part in the account. Yeah, check that
2: out though. Good,
0: good film. Yeah,
2: I enjoyed it. But I mean, you know, hand to hand, you got you know Frank. He's you know recon marine. Then you got John Wick, who obviously shows a brilliant amount of BJJ, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, throughout the movies. Um, Like the scene with the taxi. uh, I think it's the second one. Yeah. Where, like, the taxi's coming at him, and he's fucking up the guys. The taxi's coming, like, that was fucking... Yeah. And and Keanu does his own stunts like Jackie Chan, so... Yeah. You know,
1: like... I, I see John Wick all day, though, because... And he, like, in pretty much defense mode all the time, and the Punisher is attacker right. all the time. And I think it's you're, if you can defend better than you can attack, I think that's what it's all about,
2: but... I don't know. That's a good point. I mean... Very, very Frank, valid point. Frank Castle was a recon <coughs> I think I think Frank Castle, though, also... Hard, like,
0: when you watch him fighting in those those Netflix series, I mean it's obviously not the whole Frank Castle because there's comics and stuff like that. It always seems like he's like he's almost like the uh, the not super powered Hulk. He just like kind of fights with his anger and the more angry he gets he takes a lot of damage whereas Wick doesn't take a lot of damage. Well I mean Wick
2: did take a lot of damage but you know the one thing that Creed McCarthy brought up that a lot of people aren't keeping in mind. Frank Castle literally cannot die.
3: <laughs>
0: he just sleeps.
2: Yeah. He, 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 he is a superhero. He's like a video game like, character. As, as soon mean, as he like, sleeps,
0: he gains about 50% <laughs> health back.
2: I mean, as long as Frank doesn't like shoot a pit bull or something, he should win his fight. Well, a,
1: I like the comic where Frank Castle goes after s- Spider-Man. Oh, he he actually kills Spider-Man. I think he kills a bunch of other superheroes, though, too.
2: uh, Isn't Wolverine one of them as well? Yeah, I think so. He couldn't kill Wolverine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No way. I don't believe it. But no, uh, I mean, that's a very valid point. But you are on the losing side over there, Johnny, with 36% (laughs) on the uh, Frank Castle and uh, 64% John Wick.
2: I just hope you know you're all wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you,
2: Creed and Steve, I think you're doing. A, I think
0: you're doing a good job with these polls, though. Um, it's it's something that it gets people talking. People are very interested in it. It makes 80 votes. So. 80
2: votes. I think that's the most we've ever had. Yeah,
0: and it's just sucked. They was, all voted for the wrong guy. There's one guy that was really like he was really trying to comment against me, and I was like, Steve. I was Steve like, hey. knows his shit, though. I mean, like he was brought like, hey, up I very I, valid points I believe what you're saying, but also. I don't agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, Steve's a good guy. So then we also have a couple of news stories. So what do we got in the news, Johnny?
2: Uh, so the elderly fight club. I don't know hey, how... First rule
0: about fight club? You don't talk about fucking fight
2: clubs, right? Well, I'm not fucking 90 years old running people <laughs> over with my mobility <laughs> scooters. So.
0: Oh, this one, this one showed up, but I didn't even write that one down. So... <laughs> Uh, the Highly Inappropriate Podcast does a great segment each week called The uh, Man in Florida, and they go to Google, <laughs> and they just literally... T- or no, Florida Man. They type yeah. in Florida Man into Google. First news story that pops up, they talk about it. No research, no background, nothing. They just type it out and look it up. So one of the news stories that Johnny posted that uh, was <laughs> got a little bit of reach and had some good comments, the title is Man Does Yard Work Naked. Neighbors complain. Cops say it's legal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had
0: no idea, so I'm going to be doing helicopter dick every time I'm in my yard. <laughs> you're going to be power washing? Wait, I don't know. That might be a little dangerous. Yeah. Power yeah, washing no. with your dick out. That yeah, might be a little, uh... little something to worry about. But <laughs> nope. um, was that Was that in Florida? I'm going to assume so. I think we all assume so. Because there's palm trees in the picture. Unfortunately,
2: I didn't actually read this. I (laughs) just (laughs) saw the headline. I was like, well, oh, they live in Florida. A Florida man who has been doing (laughs) his hard work in his birthday suit has his neighbors
0: upset because apparently they've forgotten they live in Florida and that this is possibly the least terrible bad thing that could happen near their homes.
2: Wait. There aren't even any giant lizards hanging out in the backyard because they smell small children that they want to eat?
0: What? This is bringing up all the other stories that have showed up. There aren't...
2: Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. What does that have to do with this <laughs> like, guy being like,
0: naked? They're saying basically this is...
2: Oh, the only snake terrorizing the neighborhood is attached to this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wondered where they were going with that. Well, oh. Consider yourselves lucky.
2: <laughs> uh, so a very endowed man is out there uh, with two sponges cleaning...
1: let's see the neighbors that complained it's probably all the guys in the neighborhood yeah he needs to put that away
0: the uh the (laughs) wives are like "Ah, "Ah, i'm gonna take a (laughs) i'm gonna take a meatloaf over to him uh but no that's just i mean it's one of those things that's interesting because is it because they're in florida that everything's so crazy or is it because the crazy people move from other places to florida one neighbor was. Come upset. on, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> it's got to be a joke.
2: One neighbor was upset when she came outside Sunday night to put out the trash and saw her neighbor naked, bend over, bent over, and winding up his hose. His hose, in this instance, being the one he uses to water his lawn, <laughs> making, making everything, everything legal. legal. Wow. wow yep, that's satire. I think <laughs> it, it was still fun to post.
0: All right. So yeah, go go to the retirement home one. so this one's interesting as well retirement home
2: rated by the FBI for running an elderly fight club
0: and you you read this one right
2: uh, some of it <laughs> <laughs> okay before like my favorite part is how they're talking about some of them are sold that they couldn't really fight they just try to run each other over and joust on their mobility scooters <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it, it's it's interesting because uh, the way when I read read it it sounded like they weren't really running a fight club they were coercing the Residents to fight each other using gifts and rewards for Jello. You want an extra Jello, Steve? Yeah, go fuck Roger up. Man, if I was living <laughs> in a nursing home, I would be all about this.
2: Oh, me too. Uh, well, I mean, why wouldn't you? You're, I mean, dude, there's they, they don't got a lot to live for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like throw some excitement back in my life. All I, I can
1: all I can imagine it's like Gaines of New York, and it's like the different sections of the person home. (laughs) It's like they've all got their own section. You got the dead rabbits over here, you know, the pudding cups over there. (laughs) There's no,
0: there's there's no way that the staff, Forced the elders some to beat each other up very badly. <laughs> some residents who refused
2: to fight had their dentures or glasses confiscated until <laughs> they complied. Dude, we're going to have
0: to start fact-checking some of these <laughs> stories because yeah, seems I like apo- complete bullshit. I
2: apologize for no, that. No, it's okay. One. It's
0: clickbait, man. There's... We want people to click on our stuff.
2: Sometimes I'm just pooping at work. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'll share it.
0: And I never read it. <laughs> so the two owners are, the... yeah. so uh,
2: They could face 45 to 85 years in jail. Yeah, this is that's stupid.
0: <clears throat> what would be what would be your go to move if you were if you were old? If I was old? Yeah.
2: The leg sweep Sweet it. Leg. <laughs> 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 with your walker. With yeah, the tennis with, balls with at the, the, the bottom. Yeah. With the cane or something. Oh, yeah. I, that's all that would come into my mind. I'd be like, the leg yeah. sweep it.
0: I mean, nobody's got a good base on them when they're really old.
2: I feel like that's I why s- I'm going to
0: continue to do my squats until I'm, like, 90.
2: <laughs> Dude.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. you kidding? <laughs> I'm not going to make it to 90. Yeah. Come Your on.
2: Your C3, C4 may be a little fucked <laughs> up by then holding that squat bar. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, so <clears throat> retirement home. Like I said, somebody was like, you know, what? Some people were kind of, like, upset about the post. And I was like, you know, we're just, like, posting something that's kind of funny. It's not something trying to offend people. I mean, if it offends somebody, it offends somebody. Um, <laughs> Whoopsie! But there was an there was the R. Kelly one that we posted that I felt like we uh, we found the line, we found the line <laughs> of what offends people, and I understand that it offends people. But it was once again, it's just making light of the the whole subject. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be butt hurt about a meme on the internet. Life Prepare is Prepare for the world because yeah. it's going to be a lot worse than that. You
1: know, there's a, there's an invisible line that divides us from Kentucky, but
0: people still go into Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know why they do, but they do it. So. Kentucky's like, Kentucky's our Florida. Yeah, I think it uh, is.
2: Well, that or Ohio. Ohio's pretty Yeah, and Ohio sucks.
0: Yeah. Have you been to Ohio? It's terrible. Ohio's a terrible place. Like, I'm sorry. I, Island, I love you guys. It. Pointless discussions. You guys are uh, over there in uh, good old Cincinnati. Uh, but Ohio sucks, man. <clears throat> but uh, speaking of that, the Pointless Discussions and the Magic Scroll Network that we are a part of have a GoFundMe. It's www.gofundme.com forward slash save the dot com. And basically, we have a website that they're trying to renew the they're renewing the rights to or not the rights. It's uh, renewing the domain name because it's uh, www Magic scroll network.com. And so we're trying to keep that. So any any kind of money that you guys would like to donate to it, it's a GoFundMe, go after it, to help us out. Any amount will help. No matter what, we're going to get the dot com going again. But anybody that's willing to help uh is definitely somebody that's worth uh giving a shout out to. And then as well as uh they have tons of shows on there. This is the last uh episode that we're gonna be promoting Anamonkai. If you're into anime. Check them out. They're on the facebook.com uh, forward slash magic scroll network. They, uh, they, the, the schedule's on there. They come out, watch their show, interact with them if you like anime. If you don't, check it out. You might like it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but keep going forward. I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: And- oh, I was. Oh, go ahead. So I was just going to say, and speaking of supporting your podcast, I ordered my. Juice in the Morning hoodie. Yes, so, you go. can do I that. Haven't, I haven't gotten it yet. It's, it's probably so taking it. a while. <laughs> yeah, but Well, they, they gave me the option of doing that like fast shipment yeah. for like $8, but I was like. yeah, I don't support yeah. them that much. Yeah. I, was, like, I was like, I want this, I want the hoodie, but I kind of want Arby's more. So, you know,
0: but. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. So, so, so to order any kind of Juice in the Morning swag, it's www.teespring.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. All right, is it Juice in the AM? I think it's Juice in the yeah. Morning. Yeah, it is Juice in the Morning. And uh, you can get any kind of shirts. There's some uh, leggings even, I think, oh, a yeah. part of it. If yeah. uh, any of you ladies out there get want to look real those. good uh, <laughs> with the Juice in the Morning logo on that booty. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't really have anything else. I mean, what else we got? Do you want to dive into any?
2: the food challenge real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Kind of get explain to them a little bit? Yeah. Like, so uh, Justin and I are thinking, of, well, we are actually going to move forward with, we're going to do some food challenges, like... Um, if anybody listening, anybody watching, if you have, uh, I think we're going to do some polls. We're going to find some. like Yeah, we're going to find a couple. Yeah, we're going to, uh, you know, basically, like, if you ever watch the Food Network with uh, that Adam guy, the man versus food or whatever, yeah. we're going to go do some of those challenges and uh, put ourselves out there. And
0: I'm going to win. The challenge. I'm not saying that we're going to be competing against each other.
2: Oh, I was about to be like, <laughs> do you see but, us But
0: all? I've seen a lot of uh, big food challenges, and I think I could take it down. Well,
2: this one here is interesting. Uh, it's at Rockstar Pizza. It's interesting because we could team, Brownsburg, team up. Brownsburg, Indiana.
0: Do you think it's still happening?
2: Uh, yeah, this is actually an up-to-date list.
0: 30 inches? Come on, I could
2: take it So a up. 30-inch pizza that has two toppings, and we have 45 minutes to finish it all? Uh, 10 to 11 pounds? Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. Like, some of these are so ridiculous. There's one that's like, can you eat 7 pounds worth of potatoes and breakfast food in Uh, 30 minutes? Like, no. No, I cannot. It's
0: the time limit, I think, that throws it off.
2: Yeah, the time limit. Like, uh, this one here, though, this is one that I think that we should try just because if we could pull off eating a 29-inch pizza in two hours with one topping, if you complete it, not only is the pizza free but you also get a cash reward that is a minimum of 300 but could be as much as $1000. There's no rules besides the time limit. I'll cut that down. I'll get I'll get take that down. Dude, I will take extra vitamins that day. <laughs> 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 and I will fuck that pizza up. Yeah, I
0: I think if you're throwing money involved, man, I'm all in.
2: Like I like absolutely. And then like
0: this one just because like could you imagine the heartburn after a fucking six pound steak?
1: I would get a colonoscopy. <laughs> <for> <laughs> it
2: bucks, would be yeah. so terrible. But like, I kind of would be like, you know, I've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next seventeen days. Yeah. in my fridge.
0: And is it free if you
2: eat it? Yeah, it's free if you eat it. Uh, it's a six. But the problem is, it's not just a steak. At least you gotta, four days <laughs> in advance. You got to eat a six pound steak, a soup and salad, plus a potato choice of your side, and finish a slice of bread. Ugh yeah but what we're looking like what i think both of us want to do is find a wing challenge like yeah. whether it's hot or whatever if any hotter of you, the
0: better i'm not scared of hot it's yeah just gonna, no uh, the only I. thing i'm scared of is coming out of my ass later. yeah like uh
2: <laughs> well i'm gonna put toilet paper in the freezer before do the challenge just because create a uh, cold man <laughs> pond over there yeah uh, if anybody has any good wing spots definitely reach out to us and let us know because we we definitely want to try that challenge uh does not does wing stop have one I don't
1: know. I don't know, but this is a good time to call all the local places that listen to your show. Though. Yeah, yeah, Creat- absolutely. Create some challenges, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. exactly.
0: Create That's, a challenge. Absolutely, that yeah. would, That's a would be even move. better. Yeah. Then you then you get to get the publicity, and yeah. you also get to ha- you get to watch us
2: suffer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like we're. Pretty confident in it now, but you set that ten pound pizza in front of us, where we're gonna be shitting our pants. Like, Uh, let's be honest. I
0: think I could do it. Ten pound
2: pizza. Like, I finished a large Mozzie's pizza once, and I hated myself for four days. (laughs) 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 No, I think I I think I got it. And that's a twelve inch circle. (laughs) You know,
0: thirty inches though.
2: So we're gonna do the Bean Boozled thing, though, right? Yeah, I think we should do that soon. Yeah, let's do that soon. It's
0: only like six bucks. Yeah, I I I think I could take that down. Yeah. Kyle averages a large of pizza. <laughs> right. So, so d- the he needs to join. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, let's do this. Uh, so, so really quick, what is Bean
2: Boozled? So, uh, like, I don't know much about it, other than uh, you know, it's like you got two. So there's jelly beans of all different flavors. It's like a game where like you spin a wheel. Like, say you you land on the yellow. Jelly bean. It'll be either butter popcorn or a rotten egg mm. flavor. Or, mm. you know, like... Rotten eggs. Yeah, or so you land on the, the black one, and it's either going to be chocolate pudding or canned dog food. So you're either going to be tasting delicious treats, or you're going to be living an episode of The Walking Dead. I think
0: the booger would be real gross.
2: Oh, it's got to be terrible. The one that scares do you me think them. it actually
0: tastes like the things that they say it tastes like?
2: See, that's what I don't because I've watched people
0: stinky socks. Like how I've, do you, I've watched do you, videos on how people you taste do it? A stinky
2: socks, and you can see it on their face. Like their expression says everything. Where they're like, "Oh shit, I didn't think it really tastes like this." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are we allowed to have a chaser? Uh, Yeah, like, cause I'm gonna at least need a spit bucket because I don't know if I can handle. Like, you give me barf, I'm
0: dude. We're gonna have we're gonna have a barf bucket for (laughs) sure. Uh, Do you think? Like, I mean, that's my thinking. Like, do you? How quickly can you get the flavor out of your mouth? That's my question. Ooh, that's a good. Because like, does it stick around? Is it an aftertaste? Ooh, that's a good that question.
2: Because I couldn't imagine going from like canned dog food to rotten egg to. Yeah, then I would it right en- <laughs> then I would enjoy the toothpaste flavored one. I <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: I smelled spoiled milk. Nah, it's not too worried about it. Dirty dishwater. Oh man!
2: Like it's kind of fascinating to think about how do, how do they get that in a candy?
0: I could yeah. de- well. I could definitely eat the stink bug. I could do that.
2: <laughs> Are you sure? Because yeah. I got twenty bucks that I can find one around here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared of that.
1: I'm mind uh, that dead fish <laughs> and peach one. That one would get me. That's. Uh, yeah.
0: But I'm just gonna go into it like I'm thinking, like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna mash this and not even care. Oh. I don't know. It could be rough. James but did it on his uh, live yeah, stream. that's what
2: gave me the idea. Shout out to Live Lift Game. Yeah. Um, Watching Man. him eat the canned dog food was one of the most hysterical moments of my life. Did he almost throw up, <laughs> or did he throw up? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but go if, if you get a chance, go check out Live Lift Game when yep. he eats the canned
0: dog food on Bean Boozled hilarious before we get out of here you are also interested in starting your own podcast i am so give give the listeners something that maybe like a little bit of a preview of like what you want to do and obviously we're going to help you we're going to help you get to where you want to be i mean obviously everything that we do we always want to be inclusive i'm going to give a list of shout outs here in just a minute of like all the podcasts that are part of the network and stuff that we're building so what do you want to do
1: well first of all i want to thank both of you for having me on today and give me a chance to this is my first time ever doing this and it's giving me a good practice and i kind of want you to be a regular uh, yeah i, would, I do as i well. would love to be a regular uh you just say the word i'm here man but uh i uh i just uh i want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity and uh what I'm looking to do is, uh, I want to do a paranormal podcast. Uh, I used to be really into ghost hunting and stuff. We were. I've been of really
0: trying to find somebody that's doing that for yeah. the month of October. Yeah. I want to do a whole month of October talking about that stuff. Yeah. I, and yeah. doing that stuff, taking videos, doing fucking stuff like yep. that.
1: Yep. Ghosts, Bigfoot, Dogman, uh, all that stuff. The Empire's, Beast of Wanamaker. Yeah. She <laughs> <laughs> no, <we'll> will <laughs> stay away from that one. She's the most terrifying.
3: <laughs>
1: but uh, no, I that's kind. Of what I want to do, I, but I, I want to bring you know comedy to it, uh, because that's another route I'm trying to go to. Eventually, I want to do some stand up comedy.
0: We when, got a place, yeah, we, but, we well, got multiple I, places. I eventually yeah.
1: want to do that too. So, but yeah, that's that's the route I want to go, and uh, I think it would be fun for not only me, but I think it would be a fun podcast yeah. for everybody to listen to. So, but yeah, that's that's what I want to do though.
0: That's so, awesome, yeah. and and we will support that in every Absolutely. way possible. And like I said, we we're, we're, we're building a network. I mean, it feels it feels weird because it doesn't feel like it's actually like a tangible thing because it's just relationships and friendships with the people around us and things like that. But I mean, we've got the SmugCast that does a great show. Next week, I'm going to be on their show. Um, they're having Dead Man. The atheist on mm. TC is coming on, and TC is a devout Catholic, Ooh. so it's about to be a battle royale throwing between...
2: gloves down in the middle of the floor. <laughs>
0: Man, <laughs> like I want to be there just because I want to be able to like separate them if they decide to hate fuck each other. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm just kidding. That's just what they always say to each other, by the way. Uh, or Dead Man always says that. Um, and then there's Married with Children down south. There, they're a great podcast. They're very entertaining. <clears throat> it's a it's a husband and wife thing. I could never imagine my wife actually ever being interested in doing anything like media wise because she doesn't. It's right there. Yeah, the sticker he's pointing at right there. Married with children. Um, I'm gonna wear their shirt on the podcast. And once again, don't forget about pointless discussions. They just did their podathon. They've uh, started doing some polls as well. They did a poll about. <clears throat> They do a season-long narrative on their podcast that is, like, an improv narrative. And uh, their poll was, do you want to see us be detectives, like, you know, Dick Tracy? Or do you want to see us do, like, uh, Wild West cowboy-type stuff? I voted cowboy because I'm all in on yeah, Red as, Dead Redemption. As did I. Um, and I'm excited to see because Johnny posted a, a meme on Facebook that was like, uh, go ahead and say it.
2: <laughs> it's... Uh... Back in what well, what well, I can't even remember completely. It's something like back in my day, we didn't have trains, so we had to run a wagon on your mom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, Mark
0: from Pointless Discussions posted, "Thank you for giving us a uh, story mechanic for our, <laughs> next, <laughs> our next idea." So I appreciate them, and I appreciate being part of the Magic Squirrel Network. It's it's fun being part of a network. Um, there's some ups and downs, but for the most part, it's always awesome to be a part of a group of people that are always trying to support each other. Yeah. Trying to, we we all want to grow together. Like I don't, I mean, obviously, I want to be rich and famous and yeah. awesome, but I would like the uh, people that I've done this with. To also achieve that same goal because they, I'm, I'm assuming they want to do the same thing.
2: Yeah, you got to learn how to champion each other, man.
0: And uh, like I said, you know, it's great having this uh, opportunity to talk to you guys. And it's also great having Kyle here to uh, produce for us. So, yeah. I mean, from Heartbreak Studios. Yeah. I and mean, he's, building, he's building a Heartbreak studio here <laughs> in the Juice of the Morning uh, studio. So, uh, it's awesome. We've got a lot of stuff planned for you guys. So, just Keep staying tuned in. If you're watching on the Facebook Live, go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review, write comments, uh, join in on the conversations on the Facebook page. Do all of that stuff because that's how you that's how you uh, build content even for us, honestly. And then at the same time, one of the last ones I want to shout out, Smugcast had Chris Spangle on from We Are Libertarians last week. It was or this week, and there it'll be out <clears throat> roughly around the same time as this podcast. And uh, it was a great conversation for them. And uh, all I want to say is SmugCast keeps saying I'm stealing their guests. <laughs> Come <him>. on, <laughs> Chris Spangle was here first. <laughs> love you, Spangle. Love you. We are libertarians, and we love the SmugCast. And can't wait to uh, show you guys what we have coming. Thanks for joining, Jake. Thank you. Johnny, as always, it was a pleasure. Always, brother. We're getting out of here. Peace out.